New Horizon has been serving the church in Northern Ireland since 1989, and we're delighted to bring you this talk today. We trust you will be blessed through this ministry. Hello, my name is Johnny Farrell and I'm the Mission Coordinator for New Horizon and I work for a wonderful organisation called Stand By Me. I want to welcome you today. We are so glad you're with us as we gather together to reflect on what it looks like as we begin to emerge from this season of life. We'll be reflecting on what we sense God teaching us and consider how we as followers of Jesus can step into the future with faith that our neighborhoods and nations can be transformed as people encounter Jesus. In John 21, we find the disciples in this uncomfortable space between where they'd been and what they had longed for. They're trying to make sense of what a journey of faith looks like now that their lives have been turned upside down. And so we find the disciples in a very familiar place. Three years prior, while these men were fixing their nets, Jesus drew alongside them and invited them into a relationship to follow him. And what unfolded was this journey as they discovered life and hope and meaning and purpose. But in these days after Jesus' death, they're trying to work out what the future looks like. And it's in this moment that Jesus chooses to meet with them to point them towards their future. In the immediate aftermath where the disciples didn't know what their next step would be, rather than taking steps into the unknown, they took a step back to what was familiar. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples didn't realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. What these men knew was how to fish. But when they decided to step into the boat, they weren't simply setting out onto the lake. They were stepping into their past rather than the future God was calling them to. In this moment, the disciples were placing their faith in what they knew and what they could control. But it's here where Jesus encounters them and helps them to discover the future he has for them. The disciples have spent all night fishing. This was no hobby. These were seasoned fishermen. This was their livelihood, the thing they knew best. Yet Jesus stands on the shore and calls out to them. He suggests that they would try the other side of the boat. Surprisingly, perhaps through absolute exasperation, the disciples decide to take this fresh perspective and they experience a miracle. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. The realization is immediate. This is no coincidence and certainly no obscure bystander on the beach. The disciples race to shore, whether swimming or rowing. This is a moment that is both a reminder and a restoration. As Peter swam to the shore, no doubt his mind was racing back to that miraculous catch three years before, and no doubt hope was rising within him. 
But this encounter was also to be one of restoration as Jesus speaks to Peter about his calling and his future. In this moment, God was calling them out of the boat and into uncharted waters, a future where they would play their part in God's unfolding story by carrying this message of love and grace and forgiveness to towns and cities and people across the world. This is a season in history, perhaps the most uncertain time we may have ever lived through, and it can create in us a spirit of fear or a spirit of faith. As we look back, we remember how God has worked in incredible ways so that we can step forward with a faith for the future. We have to believe that God is calling us to step forward in faith because we know that God is still at work in the world. I'm delighted that we're joined today by Stuart and Jenny, who are going to share with us how, in spite of the incredible challenges we've faced, that God is still at work as we live out our faith with an awareness of the needs of others and how we adapt to share the unchanging message of the gospel in ever-changing times. Hi there, my name is Stuart Burnham and I am the Ireland Coordinator for Reach Across, a mission agency that is all about mission to Muslims. When we think back to March last year and the beginning of lockdown, we were all reminded of the importance of community as we saw the needs of others and responded with kindness and compassion. Across Northern Ireland, the church mobilized to meet the needs of neighbors, those who were isolated and those who were vulnerable. And we have been reminded that it is often small but significant actions that allow us to build connections with other people, which creates opportunities to share the love of Jesus with them. And in my short time with this mission so far, I have seen a lot of amazing work that is going on overseas. And there really are some amazing testimonies about how the Lord is working. But what you may not have heard of as much is the amazing work that is going on amongst Muslims in Western countries, including right here in Northern Ireland. You see, over the last couple of decades, Northern Ireland has opened up to immigration in a way that it never has done before. And therefore, mission to Muslims, and indeed mission to many other people groups, is no longer just a matter for overseas missionaries, but rather it has become a clear and present opportunity for local mission too. And here is the good news. And if you don't hear anything else from what I say today, then hear this. This global community that has come to live here in our country is far more open to the gospel than you would ever imagine. And why do I say that? Well, just think about it. They have come from faraway places to live in a new country, in a new culture, and in a place with a very different climate to what they were used to. And for many of them, they have no family support and very little money and very little English. And therefore, they have many needs, such as clothing and furniture and friends, and help with the language so that they can speak proper Northern Irish, or at least understand it. And what all of this means is that there are many opportunities to meet the needs of others, to build community together, to show the love of Christ and share the gospel of Christ with these people. And those opportunities are right on your doorstep. The global community has now come to Northern Ireland and therefore all we need to do is be available. But what if you are available? What then? 
Do you need to learn all about Islam and learn Arabic and be able to answer all their questions about the Bible? Well, thankfully not. No, instead, all you need to do is be able to show the love of Christ to your fellow man. All you need to do is be able to care for others and be willing to help them. And the great thing about the situation that we have here in Northern Ireland at the moment is that there are so many opportunities for the church to be involved in working alongside many agencies like Reach Across, who are helping immigrants and refugees all over the country on a daily basis. And as I have found myself, when you volunteer in this work on a regular basis, it is hugely rewarding. Before long, you start to get familiar with people and then you get to know them. And as these relationships develop, they begin to share their lives with you. And when they share their lives with you, that is when the Lord will open up doors of opportunity. And that is exactly what happened with a Muslim friend that I got to know in Belfast. He had come to Northern Ireland as a refugee while the rest of his family remained in Africa. And after I had got to know him a little bit during some English language lessons, I heard the sad news that his wife had died. And because of the pandemic, he was not able to go to the funeral or even be with his children. Now, obviously, there is very little that you can do to help a person in that tragic situation. But after we heard about this terrible sadness, my wife and I went to the supermarket. We filled a bag with a few groceries and we took it to where he was living and gave it to him with our condolences. Now, what we did wasn't very much. But what I can tell you is that this simple act made a huge impact on that grieving man. And for months afterwards, he was still talking about how much it meant to him that we had come to see him during his time of need. By drawing alongside people, seeing their needs and reaching out with love and compassion, we are able to share God's love through our words and our actions. For so many of us in Northern Ireland, we have been reminded of the importance of community. And as we look to the future, I believe that God is calling us to be people who welcome the stranger, who open up our homes and our hearts in hospitality, who take steps of faith to meet the needs of our neighbours and who trust in a God who calls us into the unknown, knowing that he is at work in ways that we cannot comprehend or imagine. As Stuart has reminded us, as Christians we are made for community. And while the pandemic has drastically changed what community looks like, it has no shortage of opportunities to live out our faith. Acts is full of examples of how the early church lived as a community. Acts 2 verse 44 to 47 says all the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Community is God's desire for us. No wonder we have struggled so much over lockdown, not being able to meet together. While Zoom has been a blessing, nothing replaces being in person. As church, it's been a challenge to consider our neighbours and even more of a challenge to remember the global community of our brothers and sisters and how we can step into the story of what God continues to do across his world. As we emerge from lockdown here in the UK, we remember that the rest of the world isn't moving at the same pace. It has made the difference between rich and poor even more evident. Latin America and the Caribbean became an epicentre for the COVID-19 pandemic. 
One year after the start of the pandemic, only a small percentage of the population has been vaccinated and health systems remain under pressure. Despite many countries' attempts to enforce strict lockdowns, around 750 people in the region have lost their lives due to the virus. The pandemic has had huge impacts on people living in poverty. Hunger is massively on the rise. The World Food Programme estimates that the number of people living with severe food insecurity in Latin America and the Caribbean rose from 3.4 million to a huge 13.7 million during 2020. Education for this generation of children has been a huge casualty too, with an estimated 100,000 to 300,000 children expected to leave school and start working instead. As families work hand to mouth each day, the costs of schooling become too high and every pair of hands is needed to help earn a living. This is just to name two areas that have been affected. Other areas include the effect on mental health, on people, people groups such as migrants, elderly people and women, with domestic abuse being on the rise. In Latinlink, we view mission as meeting both practical and spiritual needs. Therefore, our mission members have had to adapt how they are serving in order to meet the immediate needs of the people they are working with. In this way, we think we will always need to be able to adapt to the needs of the communities and the people we are working with. Our tagline is, we are community with a calling, and this has still very much been the case during this time. Community is still at the heart of what our mission members have been doing. Two of our members, Eduardo and Margot, are working in Lima, Peru, supporting families as they deal with the effects of the, of the pandemic. COVID-19 hit Peru last March, and like everyone else, they needed to adjust to new ways of doing ministry. As they moved everything online, God provided opportunities to support two different churches, providing weekly Bible studies. They have been leading eight different groups, made up of teenagers, adults, leaders, new believers, and others who have been in the faith for some time. The majority have continued studying and have moved to different levels in the Bible study courses. They have been such a source of discipleship and community for these groups. They have also had the opportunity to help many families in need with food baskets and medical cover. And this is all thanks to generous donations received from friends and supporters in the UK. This has been such a blessing for so many people who continue to struggle during this time. Margot is also involved in prison ministry and has been unable to visit the women at the prison during the pandemic, but the girls have been making contact via telephone each week to let them know how they are doing. And thankfully, things are beginning to improve and they are now able to meet via Zoom, which is a real answer to prayer. And Margaret's prayer is that God would use this time to draw the women to himself and that their team would be an encouragement and a blessing to these women. And it's just incredible to see how God has opened up doors for Margot and Eduardo to adapt and continue sharing hope across their community, even when they weren't able to leave their home. The reason they've had to do these things so differently is because the need for sharing the gospel is still so great. The need for discipleship, for evangelism and for helping people grow in their faith is massive. And this hasn't just gone away because of the pandemic. Food parcels is just one small expression of Christian faith that can create opportunities for conversations and authenticate the message that we are preaching. The past year has challenged us all to find new methods of sharing the never-changing message of the, of the gospel. Both here in Northern Ireland and around the world, the church has found new ways to meet the needs of others, to reach out into communities across the globe. As we look into the future, our prayer is that we would continue to live with our eyes open to the needs of those around us, allowing God to stir our hearts to action as we find new ways to engage people with the gospel of Jesus. 
as the church here in Northern Ireland, we can still very much embody community with the local and global church. Times might have changed, but the way that Christians can get involved in the Great Commission hasn't. In responding to our call to make disciples of all nations, we can either go, pray, give or send. May we as the local church continue to remember the needs of others around the world. May we be people of prayer as we pray for Latin America, for mission workers, for the Muslim world, for migrants, even for your neighbours. Search for what God is putting on your heart. Pray unceasingly, and as we do, might we continue to support practically the incredible kingdom work that is taking place across the world. In spite of the challenges, the financial and practical support from local churches here in Northern Ireland has allowed countless people across the world to hear about Jesus. May we continue to take steps of faith, partnering with God in what he is doing across the world. And finally, may we all remain open to God's leading, to his direction, to his call on our lives, aware that God may be calling us to serve a community on the other side of the world, as well as our neighbour on, on the other side of the street. We really want to encourage you today that despite all that has been happening in recent months, God is sovereign. God reigns and continues to bring his hope and his peace. We get the privilege of playing a small but significant part in what he is doing as he continues to grow his communities of believers and his global church. When Jesus invited the disciples to cast their nets on the other side, they saw a different outcome, not because of where they placed their nets, but because of the fresh perspective from the master and their willingness to take a risk. As we step forward from this season, may we be people who listen and respond to Jesus leading in faith. I love that Jesus didn't condemn the disciples for stepping back into the boat, for choosing safety or security. Rather, he stood on the shore and invited them to come and spend time with him. As they arrived to the shore, they were again invited into relationship, gathered around a burning fire as Jesus reminded them of how he had worked in their past, and as he released them to be who God created them to be as they embraced a new future. Finally, there's one small detail that I love about the story in John 21. Jesus invites the disciples to bring some of the fish that they've just caught to the fire even though he was already cooking fish. It's this beautiful reminder that so often when God asks something of us, that we're simply bringing to him what already belongs to him. We don't bring anything new, but we recognize what we have. We place it in the hands of God and he does something new with it. When we give God a heart of stone, he gives us a heart of flesh. When we give him our worries and our fears, he gives us freedom. When we give God our guilt, he gives us forgiveness. He gives us mercy. He gives us love. He gives us grace. And so as we begin to emerge from this season in life, we do so with eyes open to the needs of those around us. We allow God to continue that deep work within us that only he can do as he shapes us and molds us for his glory. We take what God has given us and we return it to him, knowing that he can do immeasurably more than we can imagine. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that when the disciples' world was shaken 
as they experienced a time of turmoil and grief, that you met them there in that moment and that you restored their hope. You gave them a faith for the future. God, I pray that you would give us eyes to see the opportunities around us, that you would give us courage to respond in word and action to the call on our lives to follow Jesus and to make his name known. Amen. Thank you for listening to this talk. If you would like to know more about New Horizon, please visit our website at newhorizon.org.uk.